Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the debut grand opening of Mad Villain Bistro Bed and Breakfast Bar Grill Cafe Lounge on the Water. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Terry Talks Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Clayton Terry. I'm Ryan Terry. And we are joined by a myriad of guests today. Uh, Do we just want to run through everyone so people can kind of hear your voices and get acquainted with you? So I'll start with Evan. Hello, I'm Evan. Um, I... I'm on. You have to hear this with Ryan and the other guest that's about to get uh, mentioned. Yes, that other guest is Lucas. That's me. I'm Lucas, an- another host of You Have to Hear This. And then our wild card tonight is we have Connor. Hi, I'm Connor. I live in the walls. <laughs> He's the wildest of cards. Well, didn't we establish last time that Lucas is the one who's in every episode of Terry Talks Hidden somewhere? I just live in the walls in general. (laughs) And I should explain, you heard me say last time, uh, that's because today we are going to be doing an album bracket. Specifically, we're going to be looking at the best albums in the 2010s. So any album that came out between 2010 and 2019. We each have our teams picked. Each of us picked four albums that we think are some of the best from the decade. We originally did this through a sort of draft, but then because of technical difficulties, uh, that was lost into the ether. So that was a conversation only the five of us got to enjoy. But um, I figured I should give that precursor uh, before each of us kind of run through our team in the sense of the albums we picked and maybe a brief uh, synopsis of just why we picked each of them. And then we also have some honorable mentions before we get into this bracket where we'll hope to ultimately decide the best album of the 2010s, at least (laughs) according to five white guys in their 20s. (laughs) But yeah, why don't we start at the top of what was the draft order with Evan. Uh, Do you remember your team? (laughs) Yeah, I actually have it uh, right here. So I believe the order I went in is I started with Random Access Memories by Daft Punk, and then I uh, continued with The Beautiful Game by Wolfpack. And then I went into This Old Dog by Mac DeMarco, into Currents by Team Impala. That was my team for the 2010s. Yep, yep, and that was the correct order. Um, Ryan, what about your team? Uh, I went with Twin Fantasy by Carsey Headrest, Run the Jewels 2 by Run the Jewels, LC, uh, This Is Happening by LCD Sound System, and Dirty Computer by Janelle Monet. Awesome. And I was next in the draft order. And from first pick to last pick, I had To Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar, Modern Vampires of the City by Vampire Weekend, Blonde by Frank Ocean, and Kitsy Ghost by Kitsy Ghost. Next up was Connor. Hey there. I had uh, Plastic Beach uh, by Gorillaz. I had Ex Military by Death Grips, I Had Awaken My Love by Childish Gambino, and When I Get Home by Solange. And finally, Lucas. Hey, yo. Uh, I had <clears throat> Worry by Jeff Rosenstock, uh, Congratulations by MGMT, tw- and 21 by Adele. Did we do three or... <laughs> oh, and uh, Boney Vare. Oh, no. We almost forgot yes. one. <laughs> you got there. <laughs> I did. I found it eventually. Awesome. Yeah. So each artist was only allowed to be picked once. So that's why you don't see uh, Good Kid Mad City on there or um, maybe uh, because of the internet. Once an artist was grabbed, you couldn't 
pick another album of theirs, basically just to make sure we had a diversity of different artists. Um, that being said, there are still some huge gaps because each person only got to pick four albums. Ryan, I think you said you had a list of sort of honorable mentions from this decade. Yes, I do. And there's some of these that I honestly, like, while it was happening, I was like, how has this not been picked yet? Uh, mm-hmm. But there was, I think the biggest one for me is Igor by Tyler, the Creator. And then also there was Alt-J and Awesome Wave, uh, Fleet Fox's Helplessness Blues, uh, Father John Misty Pure Comedy, St. Vincent Self-Titled, Thundercat Drunk, Arcade Fire the Suburbs, Kanye West, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Beyonce Lemonade, Beach House Bloom, and then Radiohead's A Moonshaped Pool. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, if we could have done five, my next one definitely might have been Igor or Flower Boy. I don't know if anyone else has any. I was thinking Igor. Drunk was the one for me. I really wanted it. Yeah. I know for me, it was a thing where it's like, I I don't know if the four I picked are like, if someone said make a favorite list or a topster, I don't know if that would be my top four, but they are, Mm -hmm. I wanted the most well-rounded group of four albums I could get, which is why I ended up going with that. But like Igor would probably be in my top four, honestly. Yeah, same. I definitely, like my go-to genre is always hip hop, but I wanted to make sure I had sort of like more alternative, independent, uh, indie pop kind of artist, and then obviously R&B with Frank Ocean. Uh, Yeah, when we were figuring out the teams, I was definitely going for that sort of well-rounded as opposed to, um, I mean, my whole team could just be like Kendrick Lamar albums and then My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy if I wanted it to be, uh, depending on how the rules were to shake out. But Okay, so with that, I think it's time we turn to the bracket itself. So the way I did this is we basically went in order of the albums being picked in terms of seed. So Evan got first draft pick. Uh, He picked Random Access Memories. That's seed one. Um, And then we did a snake draft. So the final album that was picked was Currents by Tame Impala. That ended up being seed 20. So all of our first and second picks basically have a buy this first round. So we're going to start off with our first matchup, which is the 16th seed. Bonnie Vare's self-titled album from Lucas's team against Connor's When I Get Home by Solange in the 17th seed. Why don't we start with uh, maybe Lucas or Connor since you guys picked these albums? Where's your head at? What, What's your sentiment? Try and win us over, I guess. <laughs> oh, so I have to try to get you guys to vote for me? I mean, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's a bracket. Unless you, per- unless you just prefer my album, but I don't think you do. Well, that's, yeah, that's funny because you're completely right. I don't. Connor. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think Boney Vare is better because I think the, really the, the range. It. I think, thanks. I think the range <laughs> of instrumentation is a, is a lot more vast and interesting on um, the self-titled. I like the concept of like the, the song titles being city names a lot i think that uh helps tie the album together um and the uh unconventional song structures of songs like perth and and stuff so um so so connor why why do you like yours i mean i love when i get home i think i think the flow of the album is very very nice it's very smooth between the different songs and interludes um i think the way i I think like the way she wrote the album is very you think it serves its purpose and i like 
everything about it. I think it's very lush. It's very sweet. Evan was earlier describing it as empty, which I think is true. It's very open. But, like, I think it's in a very good way. I, I love it how... It is very restrained. Oops. Yeah, I think it's very spacey. It's very... Uh, it's like a meditation on a lot of the ideas she's talking about, but also those, you know, the 808s kick every once in a while. And it's, it's very nice. I was just going to say, um, these were two albums I hadn't heard before we did the album draft podcast. So I got to listen to both of them in preparation for this bracket now. And like Bonnie Vare, his, his voice and just his musicality is like so beautiful in like a transcendent way. And I think especially the song um, Hollow Scene, I think yeah. if we had done a, if we had done a song draft, that would be a really strong player on anyone's team. That being said, like, when I get home is just much more my kind of music personally. And um, it had been on my, like, to listen to list for a long time because it's on a lot of the, like, top of the decade lists. And I, after listening to it, um, I think it definitely deserves that spot. I think both of these deserve to be that sort of praise. But for sure, that's just where my head's at. This is a uh, this is a really tough one for me. Uh, I've been following Bonnie Vare for quite a while. So if there's any bias I have towards either of these artists, it's probably uh, them. But also, I prefer 22 a Million and For Emma over this album. I think Holocene might be my favorite Bonnie Bear track. That's, that track is perfect. Perth is fantastic. Michigan, Calgary. like these are. This is a very solid group of tracks, and they're luscious and gorgeous. And... Uh, yeah, I don't but the Solange album just also is like what you said it's spacious. It, it feels like there's a lot of really substantive musical like short musical ideas and fragments that get strewn out are strewn out into this longer idea uh at play on the album. And I really like that about it. I really like how complete it feels as an album. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's man. tough. I I'm, I think I'm gonna go with when I get home. That's what I that's what I would roll with. Okay, well with that, why don't we go in draft order and we'll change up who votes first? But uh, we have one vote for when I get home from Evan. So Ryan, what would your vote be? I think I have to go with Bonnie Bear. Ooh. Yeah. I am going to go with when I get home. There it is. All right. Tie broken. I think that's a tough one. Well, you guys get to vote too. I mean, I'm voting for my own album. I'm I mean, bro- I'm voting for my own too. So, you, yeah, you, you lose. You know, sir. no, no. I'm gonna vote for your album to be <laughs> on the winning side. <laughs> so I still come out a winner. What the fuck? <laughs> Wait, actually, awesome. So that's four votes for when I get home, and one vote for Bony Bear. Okay, well, interesting. I do think I do think there are going to be some times where I might vote against my own album. So I do want to get the people who put up the albums to get their voice in it. Uh, who that's put a good Run idea. the Jewels? Who put Run the Jewels against Vampire Weekend? I know that's ex- that that was the bracket I was looking at. I don't know how I'm going to vote yet. I haven't <laughs> figured it out. Can I be real, you guys? God damn it! RT RTJ two versus Modern Vampires in the City. That's going to be the easiest pick for me. Me too. Okay. That's all I'm saying. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, but we'll I just want to give you a little Don't taste. Don't spoil it, Connor. Connor. They already said what it was up against. Um, 
Get fucked, loser. <laughs> With that camaraderie, I think we'll move into our next matchup. And I am, this is where the anxiety starts to set in. Like, I was very nervous during the album draft, and I am really nervous right now. And that's because my album, Blonde by Frank Ocean, the 13th seed, is up against Evan's album, Currents by Tame Impala. Um, Evan, I guess I'll let you, uh, I'll let you go first and kind of where your head's at for this one. Okay. So originally the reason that I, that I picked this for like the top four of the 2010s or her best 2010s album or whatever it may be is because I'm infatuated with how, um, Kevin Parker made this really consistent gigantic sound out of a guitar (laughs) specifically i'm really into the guitar sounds of this album and besides just like instrumentation or whatever um i think that the song order is really effective it starts off with like an eight minute song nearly that is good the entire time and then it goes into this really nice short interlude of like wavy um analog synthesizers and after that it just like the way his drums sound as well everything feels very crunchy crunchy and compact so um that's why i picked it i just i come back to it all the time all like it feels even though all the songs are like pretty decent length it feels bite-sized when i listen to it i can always come back and just listen to it it's very reliable to me uh that's why i picked it yeah, and I'll just say, because um, my al- album, not my album, but the album I picked is up against it. I I really do love Currents. Um, it's my favorite Tame Impala album. Um, and it has, again, it has songs that if we did a song draft and I could have picked a team of 10, I almost definitely would have had a song from this album on that team. But that being said, Blonde is just similar to Bonnie Vare. Like, it just unlocks this transcendent use of music for me um i was just listening to future of Freya like an hour ago and um that's just like a nine minute epilogue almost to that album and if i really thought about it that even that song could um be enough to make me emotional like frank ocean just he has one of those voices and one of those ears for um for music where he's really able to tap into emotions in a way that's almost indescribable so as much as i love currents this isn't a particularly hard vote for me can i can i expand upon that one thing about how he like invokes emotion in his music oh yeah of course i think that um his delivery is what makes it very emotional Mm -hmm. um my favorite song on that record is skyline 2 and whether or not he's like kind of talk singing or even just like straight up singing towards the near end of it everything Mm -hmm. just feels very full it feels real i don't know it just feels like it's coming from a genuine place yeah definitely like the humanity really comes through i think one thing that makes this one really hard is like you listen to both albums and you know the personality behind them and like you see them pour themselves into it like yeah. these are both like both Kevin Parker and Frank Ocean are people who I imagine just are totally obsessed with their own work and totally obsessed yeah. with making it sound exactly how they wanted to. And it really shows in the final product. Like 
they're both respectively some of the best albums of the decade uh, in totally different genres. Kevin Parker just has such a good ear for melodies and guitar licks and all that. It feels so warm and inviting. And meanwhile, Blonde is just so like personal and nostalgic. It's very, it's a very hard, it's a very, it's an album that cuts deep if you're willing to let yourself open up to it. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah, been, well said, Ryan. I've been, like, thinking a lot about this this decision. For me, like, I mean, I fucking love Currents. I think Let It Happen is probably, like, one of my favorite songs of all time. I think that song it's is a perfect song. perfect. But, like... The the album of Blonde, like, Blonde, is, its entirety is such, like, a fucking distant, like, heartbreaking story. But it, it like, like you guys have said, it just, it feels so personal. And it, and it, it hurts. That album just, it just hurts to listen to. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's rough. But I, I think it, uh, I've connected with it on a on a very deep level throughout the years you know i feel like there's a lot of stuff i i I can relate to uh in those songs i will say Mm -hmm. take 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 ourselves out of this for a sec this this is the most like music instagram i know duo right here like it could not have been better (laughs) but oh yeah did you know it's one guy did you know wait really is tam Paul one guy yeah his name's kevin you know the name of the guy? Kevin's such a yeah. stupid name. Yo, if you're named Kevin, yeah. exit out of this podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I think for me there are just like a few tracks on Currents that fall like maybe a little flat for me, but Blonde just like all the way through is like perfect every time. Wait, wait, even Facebook Story? Dude, absolutely. Facebook Story is my favorite song. Actually, Facebook Story, okay. That's a bad interlude. That shit annoys the hell out of me. <laughs> do, do you like the the many college kids have gone to college? Many college students have gone to college. Lazy, <laughs> stupid, sluggish, and unconcerned. May I repeat? <laughs> Lazy. But you have that riff in the background. Oh. It is a nice riff. He's got me. He makes a good point, sir. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think everything to to be said has kind of already been said like it's just crazy that i don't know if you guys knew this but like tame impala like it's one dude and i just think <laughs> it's insane how wait but yeah no Sorry, go on i interrupted you no no go on i understand how someone would be confused so <laughs> <laughs> i was just is Bonnie Bear not one guy? Because someone said band earlier, and I was like, wait. Now I'm all confused. <laughs> uh, they're very vague about it. So early in their career, they were like, we're a band. But now it's just people just say Bonnie Bear to mean Justin it's Vernon. Like, it's like Sade, where the name of the, the person is the name of the band. So you, it's like kind of... and like, oh, like a uh, Father John Misty type thing. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, he makes his own music, though, in the studio, right? Generally. So so does Bonnie Bear. So this is Check the confusing me. part. I just threw up all over <laughs> my shoes. 
<laughs> Connor just peed himself. I did. I did both at the same time. For all intents and purposes, Bonnie Bear is one guy. Okay. Um, we're already at like tw- over 20 minutes somehow. Um, so I think we're going to have to vote. And this time I'm going to start with Ryan and we'll work our way down the song draft order in, or the album draft order in terms of who goes first to vote. But Ryan, Currents or Blonde? Currents are f- is filled with perfect song some perfect songs like let it happen at new person same old mistakes and uh less i know the better but i just have to go with blonde yeah i mean to expand on what you said ryan currents is filled with perfect songs but i think blonde is a perfect album in my opinion um currents is one of the best blonde i would be happy if this went all the way so i gotta go blonde so connor next to you connor uh i'm picking blonde for sure Okay, well, for formality's sake, Lucas and Evan. You know, Currents has some really good deep cuts, like The Less I Know, The Better. I don't think anyone else actually knows that song. <laughs> so I, I'm just going to go with Blonde. I was going to rock with with Blonde as well. Wow. Sweep. <laughs> There's like three albums on here that I was like, oh, those are going to sweep. And I won't say what the other, I won't say what the others are. But <laughs> this was one of them. Well, with that, we're moving on to our 19th seed, which is Dirty Computer by Janelle Monet, and our 14th seed, Awaken My Love by Childish Gambino. Those are coming from Ryan and Connor, respectively. Um, Ryan, why don't you tell us a little bit about Dirty Computer? Yeah, so Dirty Computer is the fourth studio album by Janelle Monet. The fourth one, right? Yes. That was beautiful. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's the, crying. it's the first out, the first album she's made outside of her, the Metropolis series. So this one is not, it's like the themes throughout the album are very similar, but it's not a concept album in that it's telling a story like her other albums are. And I think that really freed her up to like, this is the way that an art, like an artsy uh genre bending artist jumps into pop music like she very much keeps that artistic aesthetic and that political uh edge that makes the rest of her album so good and then on top of that there's just hook after hook after hook that is so catchy that is so much fun uh you could play songs like americans and make me feel at parties and no one would think twice about it but there's just, there's just something under the surface that if you're willing to listen to this album and really read and you read the lyrics and you uh, pay attention to the samples and the features, I think you're going to find something really thought or really thoughtful in its execution. Like Brian Wilson's on the thing. Come on. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's true. He is on it. Connor, what about uh, Childish Gambino's Awaken My Love? 2011. Set the stage. Actor uh, and comedian Donald Glover drops camp. His first album. His first rap album. Crazy. Everybody loses their goddamn minds. 2013. Because the internet comes out. It's a little bit experimental. It's got some pop tracks on there. Some Maybe some weird ambient stuff. Some electronic. More rap. It's, it's great. Everybody likes it for the most part. 2016. 
he comes out of nowhere and brings it all the way back to the 70s. Awaken My Love. It is a 12, 11 track <laughs> beauty. Goes by like a like a like a snap, just like that. It's over. It's it's so beautiful. It just takes you through all these different emotions about just the living. A lot. I mean, a lot of the songs are just like about the black experience in America, and I think it's really beautiful to hear just the way he writes about it, and also talking about his child and like just seeing them grow up and like. A lot of this album is like, it kind of feels like the whole album is like for his children. It's just like a, a a collection of stories and lessons and like things that you should know when you grow up. And I think it's just really beautiful. All, all, all said and done. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is hard for me personally. I think Janelle Monae and Childish Gambino, um, setting these two albums aside for a second, like those two artists are two of my favorite artists like currently working right now um i would actually kill someone (laughs) to see either of them live at this point Mm -hmm. um they're both definitely on my bucket list for that but janelle monet did that live pay-per-view album was that not good enough for you (laughs) (laughs) that was a weird if we're talking about the same thing that was a really weird show i had seen and she also did like the she also did one where she was like in VR, <laughs> and that was strange. Yeah, but there's a VR concert for Awaken My Love. There's a whole VR experience. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Don't you see? <laughs> Side note, Clayton, have you heard about the 21 Pilots Roblox concert? <laughs> oh, oh, no, I haven't. Are they performing in Roblox? They're performing in Roblox with mocap suits. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's the correct Evan reaction. or Lucas, do you <laughs> uh, do either of you have any strong opinions on these albums? Um, I don't really have any opinions on the Twenty One Pilots Roblox concert. I think it's a good move on their part. <laughs> Definitely, uh, you know, advertising to a younger audience. You know, good for them. Um, the <laughs> I don't know. It's definitely a hard decision. Um, I listened to Dirty Computer today for basically the first time i heard it in like high school but like re-listening to it i liked it a lot i don't think i liked it as much as awaken my love those are the two albums right okay that would have been really embarrassing if i messed that up (laughs) yeah um yeah i i just i love like the chances that uh mr glover took or Mr. Gambino, if you will, uh, took. I will. Wait, is is Donald Glover one person? <laughs> yes. No, no. Well, Donald Three. Glover doesn't exist. Three and a half. Well, Donna, well Donna Glover is supposedly childish. <laughs> Donna Gambino. Glover. Donna Glover. I've never seen him in the same room, though. <laughs> Donta Glover is Donna supposedly. Glover. Is supposedly Ronald Glover. <laughs> Ronald oh, McLover out of me. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, okay. Evan? <laughs> I uh I came into this um I came into this bracket right here with a very strong opinion favored one way and I'm leaving it uh the exact same. Uh Awaken My Love is is it's very uh 
it's very near and dear uh after listening to it for the first time songs like california um even the intro uh isn't it forgive me if i'm wrong it's me and your mama is that the is that the first song yeah Yeah, i think that's my favorite song on the album there was a brief period um where i just listened to that like on repeat for like a good two weeks like to and from class and work i just listened to that song so much um yeah it hits dirty computer still phenomenal though like like I, I I joined in on on the listening party with with Lucas and also a huge fan of Brian Wilson and they definitely delivered it sounds amazing it's just uh I think I have a bit of personal bias here mm-hmm. for for my for my choosing this is hard I do love a make awaken my love uh, on the previous uh, podcast before it got scrapped uh, <laughs> I had said that the like obviously Redbone's fantastic me and your mama and then i think terrified is my favorite song off this album yeah. and the grammys performance he gave uh is just amazing so one of the best grammy performances i've seen actually both of the both of these albums produced yeah, two say. of the best grammy performances i've seen yeah to that point like i love the terrified grammy performance but i literally watched the make me feel uh, music video or not music video Grammy performance like this past weekend. That's how much I love this album. Yeah. Uh, and I'm the first to vote this time. So with that, I'll say that my vote goes to uh, dirty computer. I'm going to go with awaken my love and I'll be right back. I need to kill a moth. <laughs> okay. But keep going. You have my vote. Sorry guys. Podcast is over. There's a moth in the studio. Yeah. Lucas <laughs> is deathly afraid of moths. Well, Connor's actually the one that stopped it. So. Yeah, but that's just because you're too scared to kill it. I hear him in the other room. Someone else vote. Can you smack my ass with that? <laughs> Lucas. Lucas. Okay. Vote. Lucas is next. <laughs> um, sorry, I was too concentrated on Connor smacking my ass. Um, my vote is gonna be for Awaken My Love. Okay, Evan. I think I I think I have an idea where you're voting, but for formality's sake. Yes, you do. It's Awaken My Love. And then I would do Dirty Computer if it mattered. It does matter to me, Ryan, because oh, thank you. this is the first This is the first upset in my opinion. <laughs> Probably not for anyone. I mean, I knew, I kind of knew beforehand this was going to go to Awaken My Love. Like, I was like, there's no way. I, I, the wild card would have been Lucas, but. Sure. I had a feeling, but oh, man, did I hope that it was going to go to mm-hmm. oh, uh, Dirty Computer. Oh boy, this next one. <laughs> It just gets harder <laughs> because next we have 21 by Adele from Lucas's team versus Kid See Ghosts by Kid See Ghosts, the collaboration between Kanye West and Kid Cudi off of my team. Lucas, why don't you tell us a little bit about 21 to begin with? Also, is the moth dead? What's the what's the status? The moth is that? dead. <laughs> and uh, okay. Lucas was just cleaning it up. And he's, he's Yo, can we get a moth check? Album. That's actually a lie. My computer was about to die, so I had to run and get my charger. Um, the two albums are 21, and I just spit on your phone. Sorry, 21 and Kid C- Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so 21 <laughs> is an album by the band Adele. <laughs> it's not just it's one, one person. person. Um, I just... I was thinking about albums from the 2010s and I was like, you know what's filled with like songs I remember even though I don't think I've heard any of them 
Well, I, I like re-listened to it once, but I was like, I haven't heard these songs in a while, and I like still like know this whole album, and that's because I think it's one of the like. I don't know if influential is the word I'm looking for. Uh, it de- it dominated the the radio airwaves. It spanned a, a lot of. It people. spanned a mile. So true, bestie. Um, and <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll just talk about Kitsigos for a little bit, just because it's on my team. Um, I mean, this is like I said, Kanye West Kid Cudi collaboration came out in 2018. Uh, it is only 24 minutes, but damn, is every one of those i think it's 24 minutes is every one of those 24 minutes just filled with some of the best songs in my opinion <laughs> that i've like ever heard last time we gushed about the title track and then of course like cuddy montage gets a lot of love reborn um this is just it's my favorite thing kanye west has ever been a part of i love kid cuddy and i think he's best when he's under the direction of kanye personally but at the same time, this is kind of where I have to now decide, do I vote for what I think is the better, more important album of the decade, or do I vote for what I like more? Because personally, I think the answer, those two are different for this uh, for this bracket. I think I really like 21 a lot. I think Rolling in the Deep is a fantastic track. I think Someone Like You is great. I think fire to the rain rumor has it it's just rumor has it yes. it's just banger after banger after banger <laughs> but kids see ghosts is one of the best albums maybe ever <laughs> definitely definitely <laughs> one of my favorite kanye albums and it's the length of two spongebob episodes <laughs> and it's uh one depending on how you look at it that's true that's true and so I, as much as I like 21, this is not very hard for me, to be honest. <laughs> I also thought, of, I, I thought a lot about this as well. Um, I think Kids See Ghosts is a bit overrated. I second oh. that. <laughs> and as, I think a lot of the songs are pretty good. Honestly, I'm not a fan of Cuddy Montage, but I know I'm in the minority on that. I think everybody else disagrees with me. So I'll take that. I'll take that out. But I I know more lyrics on 21 than I do from Kids See Ghosts. And I think, I mean, obviously the discrepancy of when these re- were released is, is pretty big. But I feel like either way, the lasting impact of 21 was like way bigger than I ever thought about until like we did this draft. And I... I think I know what I'm gonna go with. Wow, you think you're getting me nervous. I I love this uh, comparison here because for me it's it's a completely different dynamic of of music listening because when I listen to a song from 21, it's hard not to sing it, right? Because it's it's there and we've are like we we've we went there right it, like i'm thinking of these songs right now and i'm like man i really just want to i just want to belt this out i just want to belt out fire fire to the rain right now but on the other hand as someone who wasn't too familiar with kids see ghosts and even like kanye west to an extent like i'm not really i'm not extremely familiar with this music whenever someone plays it when i'm like um whenever i'm like out or something 
it's really good. Like like there have been there have been multiple occasions where someone played um, Reborn, and I've been like I'll just like forget it one time, but and then hear it again and then be like, oh my god, like what what is this? This is like the greatest thing ever. It's really hard for me to pick between these two. Um, I think Twenty One obviously might have uh, more influence. But Kid See Ghost is just, it sounds great. It does sound really great. Um, I think I think I might roll with 21, though. Ooh, okay. I'll go back down to Connor to see where he's voting. <sighs> you know, I got to go with 21. Oh, man, Lucas? I'm going 21, baby. What's 9 <laughs> what? plus 10? Let's go! Wow. That's my answer! <laughs> 9 Wait, plus what? 10 is 19. <laughs> no. No, it's 21. It's 21? <laughs> oh, okay. This guy clearly doesn't know math. Ryan, were you and I on the Kitsy Ghost train? I think you and I are on the Kitsy Ghost train. I can't believe this. I'm dumbfounded. This is... A part of me is upset. Absolute shocker. The comeback kid. <laughs> 21. <laughs> Adele. Has anyone seen what it's going up against? Oh, yeah. Easy, oh, easy pick. <laughs> you see a lot of people uh adele's obviously really famous but most people don't know that it's really phineas is the genius behind her music <laughs> that's true that's true adele his her, her phineas is spelled with uh ph though yeah oh like phineas uh, phineas and verb yeah like phineas yeah phineas yeah phineas <laughs> and verb okay but we are on to random access memories and when i get home so when i get home solange just beat out uh bonnie Vare. random access memories evan's first pick in our top seed evan why don't you just uh tell us a little bit about this daft punk album i'm gonna make it quick this album especially compared to their previous albums it's a very clean funk album by uh this famous duo with the robot hats um they have the guy from the stroke singing one of the songs and it's really cool and then there's also like a workout song called Giorgio by Murder Mordor. Not not the Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. town, but um the I don't it's know. Marauder. Mur- thank you. Thank you for uh, correcting me. But it no, it's a really good album and it was their last album before they broke up. Came out in 2013. Um my personal favorites are The Game of Love. I I do like Instant Crush a good amount. I used to hate it. I used to hate it, honestly. I, I wasn't too. too into it, but I, it's grown on me. Yeah, I know. What? What? No, actually, what? me too. I, what? I feel that. I didn't. What? I didn't like that when I was growing up. I didn't like that song. That was like my favorite song yeah, in eighth grade. It's <laughs> fucking great. Also, I, I'm, also I'm on it now. I'm on it now. Can I? Can I take a moment to defend real quick? Of course. Uh, I'm not going to defend. I'm going with fucking random access memories. I'm just going to say that now. This album is amazing. This was going to be yes. one of my top picks in the draft. Wow. Okay. I'm sorry, Solange. He, just, he couldn't contain himself. He had to get it out. There. I really couldn't. I needed to whip that out immediately. Yeah. I mean, I'll just say um, I've always been a fan of Daft Punk, like growing up and whatnot. So when random access memories came out, I was like 15, downloaded it to my iPod from iTunes, and I listened to that shit all the time like this is their album i don't know if it's my favorite of theirs but it's the one i know the best and this was like just my anthem (laughs) this whole album was uh my playlist through uh i guess ninth grade it would have been um 
So as much as I loved listening to When I Get Home today <laughs> for the first time, uh, Random Access Memories is going to have that special place in my heart. I'm going Random Access Memories all the way, baby. I like <laughs> I like this Lounge album a lot. Don't get me wrong. But Georgie by Marauder, uh, Lose Yourself to Dance. <laughs> Marauder. Uh, Mar- <laughs> Georgie by Morder. <laughs> That's not what I said. I said two O's. I said two O's. <laughs> You did say Georgie, uh, though. Georgie by motor. Georgia. <laughs> Georgia. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm Georgia motor. I'm not, doing this po- I'm not doing this podcast anymore. I'm off the Shut show. Shut the fuck up. Keep talking. I'm quitting. No, random access memory gets my vote. <laughs> Lucas. <laughs> Lucas. <laughs> um, no, uh, the, the two dude with the robots hats get this one <laughs> for me. Is that punk one person? <laughs> is like one. Yeah, They're he split between fast. two two robots though. One man, two robots. Daft is his first name. Punk is oh. his last name. Well, sorry, Solange. I think there was a lot of love for your album, but with that, I will say we're all down to three albums. So it's been pretty evenly distributed. Distributed right now. And next, we move on to. Probably the first one where I personally don't know where I'm voting ahead of time. So I can be swayed either way, honestly. Uh, And that's Run the Jewels 2 by Run the Jewels and Modern Vampires of the City. Ryan, Run the Jewels 2 is your album pick, but I know you love uh, this Vampire Weekend album. So I'm curious uh, what you're thinking right now. Yeah, I mean, like, similarly to 21, weirdly enough, (laughs) RTJ2. It's just like banger after banger after banger. It's tight. It's like 38 minutes, and every song hits so hard. But some Martin Vampires has I'm so personally attached to that album. Uh, the like soft, very like sort of religious ex- uh, and spiritually inspired instrumentation. Uh, the spacious production, the personal lyrics, the way that he talks about religion and like his personal life revolving around religion and the clever turns of phrases he does. Like Diane Young is basically just one big like joke sort of, you know, (laughs) or uh, but it's just so smart and so fast. And so songs like Hudson and Hannah Hunt and, uh yahe are clearly very personal you know there's this whole thing about how there's this whole analysis i saw about yahe where the song is called yahe because they don't want to say the jewish god's name they're incapable of saying the jewish god's name so the closest that they can get is yahe yahweh right yeah yeah and so it's just it's just so smart i this is so difficult for me because i love these albums dearly and they would both end up in a top 10 list, no doubt. Very close to one another, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah, well, I mean, Ryan talked about my album, so I'll talk about his album for a second. Oh, sorry like, about that. <laughs> oh, no worries. Uh, I think we could both gush about either of these albums. Blockbuster Night Part 1, if we did a song draft, that was going to be like my number two pick. I There have been multiple times where that's come on shuffle while I'm riding with someone in the car. And the other person in the car like stops the conversation is like, I need to know what song this is and who is singing this right now. Like, obviously, this was back a while ago before um, everyone knew Run the Jewels because I feel like they're uh, pretty huge now. But 
yeah, I mean, this is really difficult. Vampire Weekend and Run the Jewels are two of my favorite artists. Uh, Run the Jewels 2 is my favorite of their album. If not very close second, I go back and forth with uh, 2 and 4. With all that being said, Connor, I know you have very strong opinions on this vote, so... I do. This is the this is the easiest vote I'm going to make. I think... <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be that... so angry by whatever you're going to say. I think Run the Jewels 2 is, like, so far superior to Modern Vampires of the City. It's crazy to me. I'm so angry. I, I love Vampire Weekend. They are one of my favorite bands of all time. But I think Modern Vampires is their weakest album, in my opinion. I love Run the Jewels 2. You can tell how much he loves it because when he started talking about it, the mic started clipping. <laughs> yeah, that's how much I love it. So. Oh, we forgot to put any clipping. I just realized. I can <laughs> add some. You just want me to turn up the volume or, or <laughs> oh my input God. gain? There can add be some splendor clipping. and misery. Add splendor and misery to the. I don't know how to, to do that one. Honorable mention. <laughs> but yeah, no. Run the Jewels Two is like a fucking phenomenal rap album. It's so tight. Um, the first song I ever heard by them was also Blockbuster Night Part One. I heard that in a. Yes. No. Yeah. It's it's part one, right? Yeah, part one. Okay, yeah. I heard that first through an Etika stream. I don't Fun know fact. R.I.P. The greatest of all time. I also completely love RTJ2. Um, and I like I also like Blockbuster Night. I like when he says, Oodles and Oodles bane bullets at Suckers Noodles. I think that is the best bar... <laughs> to have ever been said in the history of rap music <laughs> i also so i've never really like listened to vampire weekend before like i know like a punk in campus because of tiktok but like i've never really like listened to them or get into them or have gotten into them so this was like my first album that i was listening to and i don't know just something about them i just can't really maybe i just haven't listened to them enough I mean, like, I like Unbelievers, and, like, some of the songs are, like, catchy, and um, the album had some really cool production in spots, but definitely did not get as much enjoyment out of it as I would have listening to Run the Jewels. I think I would agree with that for the most part. The only difference is I do enjoy Vampire Weekend, uh, specifically their self-titled album I'm a huge fan of. Uh, for Run the Jewels 2, songs that I really enjoy are uh, Crown and Jeopardy. Those two, I they, they stick with me very well. And Cr Crown alone is enough for me to kind of go with this. And I did enjoy Modern Vampires, uh, I think, because I, I, I just listened to it recently. Um, I think I need, because Ryan was pointing out, like, uh, interesting, like, lyrical content within the album. And I think I need more time with it. But, like, if you're asking me right now, at this very moment, who to vote for, uh, I think I'd lean towards... R I think I would lean towards RTJ2 at this point. Okay, well, I think I have an idea of how the votes are going to go, but for formality's sake, Evan, you're RTJ2? Yes. And Ryan? It's so tough. It's so tough. But I think knowing that everyone else is going with RTJ2, I'm just going to go with Martin Vampires because that album, like, it's provided a lot of wisdom in 
very tough moments of my life. So I have a very personal attachment to it. And I'm very biased, but I mean, I'm biased towards both these albums. If any of these albums went up against any of the albums previously we talked about, I think maybe I would have gone with whichever one. Like, I think I, I would have picked yeah. one of these. Well, not everyone's going with uh, RTJ2, Ryan, because I am sticking with my pick, Modern Vampires of the Hell City. Yeah. I love Vampire Weekend, and this is my favorite album of theirs. Yeah, it's very, very difficult vote. First really difficult vote, but Modern Vampires. Guys, I'm also going with Run the Jewels, too. <laughs> I think Modern Va- I think Modern Vampires is two American uh, outfitters for me, American Eagle outfitters. <laughs> oh my God. Never say white okay. people don't have culture. It's too Hollister, Co. I'm going Run the Jewels. Um, I would say Modern Vampires is more like H&M. <laughs> yeah. Oh my core. God. <laughs> white people mall core yeah that's modern baseball (laughs) hey 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 (laughs) we do not slander modern baseball in this household i fucking drop my toothbrush (laughs) in the shower (laughs) my girlfriend dumped me never be brand sad (laughs) it's sad when i drink but it's annoying when other people do <laughs> Damn Ryan, you're just gonna confess that on stream. <laughs> I mean pod pod stream pod show. Let's move on. Alright. Well, I was gonna say what's next, but what I'm gonna say in actuality is we're gonna end it on that joke right there, because this is gonna be a two parter, baby. Whoa! Holy and shit. For the, I did not agree to For this. the people I'm recording with, this isn't going to yeah, impact baby. your life at all because we're going to keep going, but I'm going to split this into two episodes because the conversation's going really well and it's going long and I want more content out of it. <laughs> Be sure to check out next week, same Terry Talks feed, where we're going to have the second part of this album bracket up. Um, we'll do a formal outro then where everyone will drop their socials and stuff, but you can find... All of the bands these guys are in, and you have to hear this in the description. I would highly recommend listening to everything they make. They are hilarious and incredibly musically talented, but I will gush even more about them at the end of the second episode. So, yeah, thank you for listening, and hopefully you tune in next week. You didn't want me to do a quip? You can't leave them quipless. No, it's fine. It's fine. I was just going to... No, do a quip. Do a quip, seriously. Uh... Uh, I don't always say congratulations. <laughs> that was a zinger. <laughs> Thanks. Absolute banger.